Welcome to the Sherwood Online Podcast, an online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Go grab your Bible, a coffee, pen, and paper, and sit back, and let's continue to kindle passion for Jesus together. For more information, you can find us at www.naspei.com. Now let's turn things over to our pastors. Well, good morning, Sherwood family and friends, those that are watching all across the country this morning. Welcome. We are so glad to have you with us. My name is Pastor Brad Silliker and joined this morning by Pastor Dave Filsinger. Now, you may or may not realize what Pastor's middle name is, Pastor David Johnny Cash Filsinger. Anyway, good morning, Pastor. And and Pastor Rianne Filsinger, Pastor Dave's daughter, favorite daughter, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Well, shoot. Now that now Jen is the daughter-in-law. So there's the favorite daughter-in-law and the favorite daughter. You know what? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop digging whatever hole I've started this morning and uh, and say again, good morning to all that are watching uh, all over. We're going to go through a couple of really quick things and good morning to the sanctuary gathering that is uh, just behind me down the hallway meeting in the sanctuary. Glad you're here this morning. I hope you have your coffee with you. This one came to me through Richard McKay again. Now, I'm convinced that Richard must have stock in McDonald's because that man brings me more coffees. And today only, there's a limited time offer. If you'll put your hand up right now in the sanctuary gathering, Richard will see that hand and he will bring you a coffee for next week. And you can talk to Richard, not me about that. Okay, there we go. For those that are in the sanctuary and that you're, if you're watching, we would love for you to participate and chat along with us uh, as well. And if you need the Wi-Fi password, you can either speak with Pastor Nadine, who is there, or the password is just simply Sherwood Guest. So look up the Sherwood Guest uh, Wi-Fi network and then just type in Sherwood Guest, capital S, capital G, all one word, and you can get on the Wi-Fi and participate in chat. If you haven't liked our Facebook page, you should definitely do that so that you get notified when we go live with any content on Sunday mornings or throughout the week, anything else like that. Uh, And also, if you could, click the share button even now while we're doing this and share this post on your Facebook timeline. That way, your friends may see this, click in and watch, and who knows what could happen. It doesn't force anything on them, uh, and it helps us spread the gospel. So if you could partner with us in clicking share, that would be fantastic. Also, I want to make mention that at 1 p.m. today, there'll be a repeated version of this taking place on YouTube. And if you know people that aren't on Facebook but are on YouTube, send them our way. We would love to be able to connect with them uh, through our YouTube channel. And they can just search up Sherwood Church of the Nazarene or Sherwood Online, and you'll see us there. And you can click the subscribe button so that you know what's happening and always get notified uh, with when we go live there. And we also have our podcast audio. If you just like to listen, maybe you go on long drives on Sundays and you just want to listen to your favorite three voices, uh, then you can do that that way. And it'll be live this morning as well. Just search up Sherwood Church of the Nazarene on any of your favorite podcast players of choice. And lastly, If you have a prayer request, if there's something that you know of, it may be in your family or the community that needs prayer, needs the the church to rally together in prayer, we would ask that you'd let us know. If you're comfortable doing that uh, through our Facebook chat, please feel free to do it that way, or you can reach out to us through our website at www.naspei, that's N-A-Z-P-E-I.com. You can contact us through that website, and we would be happy to 
to pray along with you. Registration for our Sherwood um, Sanctuary Gathering for September 27th, next Sunday, is live. The links are all live, and uh, the link is provided for you in the Facebook chat, and it's on our website. You can go there and... Uh, and you can, you can register. Registration is mandatory. And if you can't sign up online, we ask that you call the church at 902-368-8484. And we'll make sure that you're on the list. Remember, uh, seating is limited, so you want to do it quickly. I have never talked this long. Let's continue. <laughs> ah, folks, why don't we get into our icebreaker this morning? Are you guys ready for an icebreaker? I know I am. Pastors, are you ready for an icebreaker? Yes. All right, let's, let's, let's get into our icebreaker. Our icebreaker today is, if you could only eat one item of food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Please, and feel free to let wow. us know in chat. Ladies first. All right, well, not for its nutritional value, uh, I would pick cheesecake by far. Yes. Come on. Yes, and no particular kind. Like, I've never had a bad one, so I would just pick cheesecake because there's so many varieties, and it just tastes so good. I, Sorry if I stole your answer. <laughs> I, can, I cannot. I'm going to start answering first on everything. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, um, just before we get to the icebreaker, you made reference to my Johnny Cash outfit this morning, <laughs> and I want you to know the title of my sermon today is A Ring of Fire. Oh, look, it's right, behind it's right behind you. Oh, that's right. It's right behind so me, too. I'm, I'm good to go. Wow. Give me a guitar, and, uh, <laughs> and who knows what may happen. Anyhow, uh, just, uh, you know, I got thinking about this uh, what food. I, I'm going with chicken. How's that? Okay. Chicken. Yeah. All right. That's because, well, first of all, I like chicken. All that's, right? a, that's a good reason. It's good for you. Yeah. And... It uh, um, it comes with the egg, so I get chicken and eggs all in one deal, and mm. it would also give me opportunity to um, work out the long-standing philosophical on. question about life, which comes first, the chicken or the egg. So as long as I got chicken, we can work on it. So, Pastor, and just I'll, I'll, well, just just to be clear, you're not choosing pre-packaged, already cooked chicken just provided for you, you are going, I would like a live bird, please. Give me That's right. with the feathers and everything. This yep. is what, for the rest of my life, this is my yep. reality, dealing with live chickens. Right. You didn't say it was pre-packaged. Oh, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. <laughs> okay, well then, I, I guess I would take a cow because I want the milk and I want the meat. I didn't realize we could, we could do that. I thought we had to be like, Cheesecake, which was mine. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got rolling in here. Uh, Megan Pinellas is saying poutine or poutine, depending on your pronunciation. Uh, Mary Ellen Knockwood, bread. Just bread, and that is it. Uh, Leanne is saying pasta. Cindy Mack is saying steak. Uh, we got uh, Marcus coming in with hamburger. Oh, Leanne, you can't have it both ways. Then she said ice cream. She changed. She said pasta and ice cream. You have to combine that. Uh, oh, my word. We got uh, now Tiara is saying sushi. Hmm. Uh, Sandra is saying mana. Okay, okay. My daughter Harmony is saying Subway. That tracks. 
Uh, let's see, we've got a couple others. Jaden, my son, is saying Mr. Noodles. My wife is saying chicken nuggets. Now you know why we have to go on diets. <laughs> oh, heavens. Uh, let's see, anything else? Uh, your wife, Pastor, has said salad. So, salad. So the next time you take your wife out on a date okay. and, you, and you order for her, take her to the fanciest restaurant possible, the most expensive place possible. And don't forget this moment and order and say, honey, I've got it. I've got you. Let me order for you. Here's your salad. And then you get a nice big steak. Uh, Gloria, ice cream, any flavor, Georgina burgers, meat, bread, and salad all in one. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're pulling here. Okay. Um, homemade bread and bacon. Kim Lee comes in with the win. Yes, Kim, you win with bacon. All right, folks, anything else from you two in terms of your food? By the mine is cherry cheesecake, just for the record, with a with an Oreo crumble bottom. That well, that's my jam. You you were talking about a date. Um, I took my wife out on a date Monday. Mm -hmm. And I went over the top. Uh-oh. This can't this can't be <laughs> yeah. good. No, no, no. Pastor no. Nadine, prepare the crowd. <laughs> we were we were at Canadian Tire. And uh, they have Ken's French fries in the Hold truck on. outside the Hold door. On. In the parking lot? In the parking lot. And so so I bought one, one package of fries. I mean, they're PEI home fries, right? They're not the processed stuff. So you shared. You know, real potatoes, right? Mm -hmm. So anyhow, I, I blew the budget, spent five bucks, and got extra ketchup. And we uh, sat in the car at noontime watching all the traffic coming and going and the people at Canadian Tire. So um, if you're looking for something, you know, over the moon, that's that's a great suggestion. No salad. No salad. The, pa Pastor Dave, the last of the romantics. Oh. <laughs> Mandy, I've got we've got plans for this afternoon. All right. Well, folks, we are going... Oh, Bra uh, Pastor Bradley. Yeah, yes, there's sir. There's somebody you want to just say happy birthday to. Oh, well, I, uh, thank you. I, I'm presuming you mean my wife from yesterday. From yesterday. From yesterday. My, my wife, Mandy. Yeah. She turned 33 yesterday. And so we had... My mother came up to watch the kids for a bit in the afternoon, and Mandy and I just went out in the town and uh, had a great time. Now, I, I treated her... To uh, to Sam's, we went to Sam's restaurant. Highly recommend. Wow, but we 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 went in and through the shops down in Charlottetown and and went down to the waterfront. Didn't take many pictures because we were too busy just having fun. And it was a great day together. And I hope that we were able to spoil you just enough. So love you, Mandy. Happy birthday, uh, belated. And I did say it yesterday, so you know I'm I'm covered. It would appear that Mary Ellen Knockwood thinks that I'm digging myself a real big hole because she's saying I'm going to get myself in trouble. So I'm just going to be quiet and get focused in. And the way that we do that here is with our personal declaration. And so if you want to read it along with me, uh, you can do that. It says this, Today, I choose to abide in Christ. I will remain connected to him by engaging in his word, listening to his voice, obeying his commands, and loving one another. My desire is to bear much fruit for his glory. Pastor Dave. All right. Well, we've had a little bit of fun this morning, and uh, it's great to just connect and get caught up in life. Mm -hmm. But uh, we are here to to honor the Lord and to worship Him uh, this morning. And I just want to uh, 
just say a greeting to all who are, are part of the podcast this morning. Uh, you may or may not know that approximately 25% of all the people who are watching today do not live on Prince Edward Island. Uh, we have uh, folks virtually from every province watching this morning. And Hi. so I just want to say uh, a particular good morning for all those who are watching from Nova Scotia, just over the puddle. And if you are uh, tuned in today and you're watching and you live in Nova Scotia, uh, would you just type in on uh, your computer or tablet, iPad, whatever, uh, just good morning from Nova Scotia. Uh, that would be awesome. And then we'd have an idea of, uh, of your presence. And as we uh, pray this morning and open our, our gathering, uh, we're going to pray particularly uh, for the province of Nova Scotia today as you are watching. So let's uh, join in prayer this morning and uh, open our hearts to the Lord. Father, we thank you for this incredible, incredible morning. It is a gift from you. And we thank you that this is the Lord's day. It's a day of rest, a day of worship, a day to bless and honor you, O Lord. And I pray that we would do that with every part of our being, body, soul, and spirit. Thank you for all who are joining in this morning. And uh, those certainly that are here in the sanctuary here on Prince Edward Island, but particularly this morning, we pray for those in Nova Scotia. And may, Lord, your blessing, your grace, and mercy be upon them and those that they love. Thank you, Lord, that your family has no boundaries and no limitations. And so it's our mutual love for you that brings us together. So Holy Spirit, fill our hearts and fill this podcast today with your glory and your honor and your shalom, your peace, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, we're so delighted to have Pastor Rianne with us this morning. Uh, Rianne, dear, I remember the day you were born. I hope uh, so. <laughs> it's, it's a vivid memory in my, in my uh, I don't remember a whole lot of things, but I haven't forgotten that. Mm -hmm. And you are, uh, you're a beautiful young lady. You've passed, or how old are you now? I have to advertise that? 30 no. seconds. <laughs> oh, oh, you're so, goodness. so old. Oh, yeah. so old. I know. I know. And uh, perhaps the best part of your life right now is that you're a mother of two of my grandchildren. So that, that even makes it yeah. better. Yeah. Don't forget him. Yeah, and grandpuppy, <laughs> Archie there. He's That's not a thing, the, right? He's quite the <laughs> dude. <laughs> But uh, besides working full-time and caring for a family, uh, you also uh, are an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene and uh, currently serving as our creative arts pastor here at Sherwood. So, uh, Rianne, just tell us a little bit about what you do and what that looks like here, and Pastor Bradley will uh, pick up some of the conversation as you begin. Sure. Um, I guess it was about a year and a half ago that we began the idea of creative arts ministry and it suited to where my heart was. And we just kind of all combined efforts and began a journey uh, with, with the creative arts area. And, and a lot of people would assume, oh, it's just for people who paint or draw kind of thing. But as we discovered, it's it's beyond that. It's 
the ministry is really for people who have a passion um, or an ability that it involves creativity, it involves ideas, and that's there's no there's no limit to age or skill or it's not just painting or drawing as we said but like for example at christmas last year we had in in the midst of all of our services we had people sing and we had them dance and paint and do drama and people wrote our advent scripts um we had media and visual uh, effects and, and presentations and we had graphics and promotions and we had people that baked and, and, and beyond that. So we were able to combine all these gifts. And we, I, from what I saw, we all orchestrated something that was beautiful during the Christmas season, um, mainly for the glory of God, but um, also it, it, we, you know, it was a blessing to the community. It was a blessing to the people here locally in the church. Um, and, and we plan to continue that on to serve the church and the community through the arts. Um, and again, that's, it's a very broad perspective, but it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely something that's underestimated, I believe in, in our world and in our church. And the more you explore it, the more I think God can do through it because we serve a creative God. It's plain and simple. So we want to express that through what we do. And so, um, during this whole COVID season, um, we, of course, with things in the church, it's slowed down a bit because we haven't been able to meet and have large gatherings and so on and so forth. Um, but I mean, our creative people are still out there and we're still we're still here and there's still things happening. Um, and I find that creative people meet the needs for what is needed at the time. For example, um, you know, people are being creative with whether it's cards or messages or whether it's even cre- making masks. Some people are, I know are making masks that never thought they ever could. And so now they're doing it for other people. And I know my, my kids have been recipients of people wanting to bless them with new masks for school. I mean, mm. who would ever thought, right? <laughs> that wasn't on the agenda, but yet people stepped up and said, you know what, I can do this. I can make this. And then therefore bless other people with that. And so I even asked some, some of our people in our, in our ministry that have been a part of it. And I just said, you know, what has God been teaching you during this season? Um, especially in regards to, you know, their gifts and abilities and talents. And uh, one person said, I believe that I am being encouraged to activate my learner strength and explore various creative outlets and mediums and how they can reflect his glory, which is so exciting. And so, you know, God's still doing things in people's hearts and, um, using their creative abilities to do that. So that's been, that's been exciting. And then now that it's September, whether you want to believe it or not, um, mm-hmm. it just means Thanksgiving and Christmas in the church. <laughs> so, so <laughs> a lot of, a lot of questions begin to surface, um, especially in my role, how are we going to approach the Advent season this year? Um, are we going to be able to meet in larger groups than we are now, or is it going to be smaller groups? Is it going to be totally different? Can we accomplish certain things? Yes, maybe. I don't know. Um, so luckily we have a leadership team here, um, that are willing and able to help establish all these things. Um, but it's just the initial how, like how, how do we plan for the unknown and something that could change very quickly? Um, we guess we just have to be prepared, but it it brings challenges, but it also, I believe opens doors, um, and opportunities that maybe we wouldn't have experienced otherwise. And 
So we just have to be creative and we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. I, I know that, um, we, the, as pastoral staff, we've had this conversation around, um, because of COVID when everything happened, we, everybody that had been doing stuff is now we kind of all got sent home and said, okay, we're on a holding pattern. Wait until we can meet again. And, mm-hmm. uh, all of us here for the most part are musical. And I know that one of the things that excited me the most about bring, being able to bring our worship team back in to start recording, which has happened a few times, has been that God has given people very specific and unique gifts. And and when we're not using them, it kind of, it's well, frankly, sucks. And, and so to be able to bring people back in and begin to use that those gifts musically has been uh, therapeutic. It's been a great worship time for us. It's been a great time of fellowship and, and all that. My, I, I wonder, have you noticed or seen people uh, that maybe don't express their creativity through music, but different, uh, have, you, have you noticed any, anything that's been out there that during this time people have done? Like, for instance, I noticed your daughter in this COVID time, like picked up uh, an awesome cooking YouTube channel, like <laughs> Abby's got a YouTube channel where she cooks and she, and she expresses creativity through that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I wonder, is there, is there anything or other things that you've seen from people in our, in our context here of how they've expressed it in this time? Well, maybe you, and you should just shared some with the masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and a lot of it's even unseen, like not everybody's going to be, Hey, look, I made a card for somebody today, you know, but it's, it's kind of a lot of it's behind the scenes that we don't see or hear about. Sure. And, but I know it's happening because I've been a recipient of, um, you know, of encouragement and things through a simple craft or a simple, you know, card that somebody's made. So I know things are happening. And yeah, as I said, the masks, that kind of thing, um, people are meeting the need with their creativity. And some, mm-hmm. I, I work with somebody who has made them and she never made one in her life before, but she does an awesome job. And it's just, it's a blessing because that's something that somebody needs and somebody has the ability to offer that. And so that's, it's just exciting to see that. And uh, again, I know, I know it's happening, and, but even in my own personal life, like it's, I haven't stopped working at my full-time job, but I've just kind of have felt, you know, the Lord just take it, just to take an extra step towards what, you know, brings you joy and what brings you, um, what brings you peace and, and fulfillment. And, and you, as you said, therapeutic, like what are things that in your life that do that for you? And so for me, it's, it's my art, it's creating things on my own. And so even, you know, I've just tried to establish a bit more of, you know, of my photography or my painting and that kind of thing. And, and just try and, well, because it, I, it, it, for me to have a skill or ability, Pastor Ian, if you can, I, yeah, before I, I want everyone to know, I asked for us to be able to promote Pastor Rianne's, right. um, her business in, in Dora. Am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Indora Arts, yeah. uh, because I wanted to be able to highlight that for, um, for you. So, so you are about to segue and roll right into it, but I want everyone to know, like we, we want to highlight what you're doing with art and, and, uh, photography and stuff like that. So please continue. Sure. Yeah, and, make, no, and make sure you go to enduraarts.com <laughs> and book her now. No, that's right. But I just, like, I'm, I'm, God's just really showing me that he's given me an ability and it's not going to be sure. I might enjoy it for myself and, and I often do, but if I don't bless somebody else with it, if I don't do something for somebody else with what I can do or provide something for somebody, 
Um, like even yesterday, I did some photos for a family and, and it was just, it was just a joyful experience, just being even with them and getting to know them and, um, and being able to capture moments for them that they're going to have for the rest of their lives. And I mean, that's just like, if I was in my own house doing it for myself, it, you know, it's, it's nice, but in order to be able to do that for somebody else, it's, and provide that, um, that form of art for them, it's, it's going to bring so much joy to their family as well. And so, um, I, I find God's, you know, stirring that not only in my heart, but also in our church, like there's, there's more for us to give through what we've been given. Um, and so, as I said before, we're, you know, we're going to have some more discussions and things um, and for future plans, because, you know, God's given us something and it's important for us to discover and be creative on how to to, to express the, the arts through the church and his creativity. So, in a, as you've seen, even the black stage, um, you know, that's an open canvas for our creative arts ministry. And so far we've, we've come up with a few ideas as you might see out there already. Um, like even with string art, who would have thought a ball of yarn could help um, enhance, you know, a worship experience. Right. And so we're starting to um, play around with some ideas and okay. Okay. You know what, what can we do from here? And we just have to be creative in how we do it. And so if, there, if there's anyone out there that's not already has their, their foot in the door um, in this ministry. You can reach out, contact me if you have any questions, um, and we'll find ways to partner together. And because there's no there's no skill limit, there's no age limit, um, and it's just like one meeting we had. The youngest there was like six, and then the oldest there was Grampy, and he was you know he's ninety three and still going, and he's do, still doing beautiful art. And it's just amazing mm-hmm. that there's no limitations to art and being creative in the church. And so that's what we're trying to, to develop and get going. I, my last thought is, I think this is such a, um, a necessary ministry because most people, I think, maybe I'm wrong, when they come to church, they feel like, well, if I can't sing or if I can't play or if I can't speak, then I, I can't do something here. And the reality is, is that's not the case at all. And, and this is a way for us to, to, for the body to, to do more together and express itself together. And everyone has different gifts and abilities, but you all come, we all come together. And the very first thing God did was that he created, he, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and so we're expressing his heart in creating through this ministry. So thank you, Pastor Rianne, for all that you do and the leadership you're bringing. And Pastor mm-hmm. Dave, sorry, I didn't mean to cut into you here, but if you had, mm-hmm. if there was more that you wanted to throw in, please. I think we've covered the basis. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right. I believe it's time to worship this morning. Amen.
right, folks, it's time for us to get into our announcements. I know you've been waiting for it. Those that are in the sanctuary, I'm sure you're on the edge of your seat. You came for the whole seat, but you're only going to use the edge. Here we go. All right. Don't forget, my program is frozen. There it goes. All right. Don't forget, every Sunday morning uh, on Facebook, 10 a.m., we are live uh, on Facebook, that goes without saying, and a repeated version on YouTube at 1 p.m. And so make sure that you have liked and subscribed and shared and all of that stuff. It's not too late now. It's a great time for you to go and do that. If you want to stay connected with what's going on, During the week, Mondays and Thursdays at 9.30 a.m., there is a prayer and encouragement ministry taking place on Zoom with Deborah Christie, and the Zoom meeting ID for that is 902-368-8484. Don't forget that if you would like to take part in the sanctuary gatherings uh, as part of our Sherwood Renewal Phase 1, if you would like to take part in the Sherwood uh, Renewal Sanctuary Gatherings, sign up is mandatory. We, uh, we need you to either do that through our website at www.naspei.com or by calling the church and uh, either speaking with one of us or leaving a message, 902-368-8484. So make sure that you do that now. The links are live and operators are standing by somewhere. And Live Fire Youth for the month of September, what we are doing is we're meeting here at the church from 7 to 9 p.m. And last week we had a a bonfire outside and we're going to try to continue to do that and stay warm. And we'll be updating you soon on what's coming for October. It could be a nice cool October and we'll be outside for that, I'm sure. Uh, So 7 to 9 p.m. meeting at the church with Live Fire Youth. Again, Really want to emphasize that you register online for our Sherwood Renewal if you'd like to be a part of the uh, the Sherwood Gathering for September 27th. I see that the slide says September 20th. That one's on me, folks. September 27th, doors open at 9.30 a.m. and the service starts at 10 a.m. want to thank you for your uh, continued faithfulness in giving of tithes and offerings. A few ways that you can do that are e-transfer, office at naspei.com. You can give online through your mobile device, your tablet, your phone, your laptop, whatever. Uh, just head over to naspei.com and click the tab Give Online. We do accept debit, credit, and cash. Uh, at the door, we just ask that you call the church to make arrangements. And for those that are here with the sanctuary gathering, there were plates, I believe, when you came in and when you exit. And if you'd like to give that way, you can. If you need to call the church uh, to facilitate any of this, uh, the phone number is 902-368-8484. If you've been enjoying the SMORP and would like to make it a part of your daily routine, for those that are watching and have no idea what I'm talking about, SMORP is an acronym for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. And it's a system that we use to look at Scripture. Just stay tuned and you'll see what it's all about. Uh, uh, if you would like to make it a part of your daily routine, you can do so by going to our website and clicking uh, the SMORP link. And from there, you'll get a document that you can use daily to engage with scripture. And uh, it's just a great tool. We would ask that you continue to pray with us as we continue to pray for our healthcare workers and those called upon to make difficult decisions uh, during these days. James Vardy has asked in chat if it's a bonfire happening here at the church for the youth. Yes, we're going to do that. Let me just say uh, that it is a contained fire. So no open fires in town. So we've made sure that we're abiding by the bylaws of the city. And, uh, and so we have it all nice and contained. And so you can expect that there will be a fire taking place here Friday within the confines of a 
chimney or chiminella or chimininella, whatever it, those things are called. Pastor, perhaps you can say it. But those are your announcements, folks. We'll leave it to the pastor to clear up my broken English. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Pastor Bradley. A lot going on during these days as we uh, transition into the fall season. Sherwood Renew Phase 1 is underway. Uh, that will begin to change a little bit in two weeks from this morning when Kids Ablaze will meet here at the church as well. Uh, you'll be hearing more about that next Sunday in particular but uh, it is something to mark on your calendar as we, uh, as we move forward into the fall season. This, uh, of course, is a season of transition and change for all of us. And uh, if you have questions about things, be sure to reach out to me. Give me a call. Be glad to, uh, to help you and explain things going forward as best we can. Uh, Long-range planning is uh, just about a week or two now. And so uh, we never know how things are going to emerge or unfold, but the Lord is helping us to take one step at a time and move forward in his call to uh, proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to all the world. And uh, we're doing our part to engage in that and to uh, invite people into relationship with Christ. As, uh, as you can appreciate, um, there's a lot of changes underway mm. and those changes do cost money. Uh, we don't just open the door on a Sunday morning and go back to where we were. We're in a new day and a new phase and we are really uh, working diligently to make the necessary adjustments and really do need your continued uh, help and giving during these days as we uh, as we transition forward, you have been faithful. Mm -hmm. uh, we we are just blessed in so many ways because of your faithfulness. But I just want to encourage you uh, to continue to make that investment in the Lord's work as we as we move forward. And so uh, you again, you'll hear more about Kids Ablaze in in a week or so. Uh, but October fourth is the next step in the fall season want to uh, take uh, some time this morning to engage in God's word and the the umbrella the the big picture of course in 2020 is our theme abiding in Christ John chapter 15 Jesus said we're uh, to abide in him and to abide means to remain steadfast rooted and grounded in relationship with him it means to grow our character it means to uh, develop the likeness and the presence of Jesus in our hearts and in our lives. And if there has ever been a time, ever been a time where we need to be abiding in Christ, now is that time. Mm -hmm. There are so many things going on. The world is screaming at us with, uh, with things that are not God's heart. And unless we know where we stand, will be uh, just tossed to and fro by every wind of, of doctrine and every wind of movement that we see in our world. And so as Christians, as disciples, as followers of Jesus, we are called more than ever to abide in him. And so that's been our theme this year. We've, we've uh, obviously had to work through a lot of scheduling issues, but we're back on track as we come into the fall season and that is that, uh, uh, just to recap uh, for a moment, 
Uh, we started the new year abiding in Christ by praying. And then uh, over the spring and summer, we finished the uh, section on listening. And now we are in the section on obeying. And uh, we will, in a month or so, be talking about connecting and uh, finish our year on a wonderful note of praising. Ways to abide in Christ, praying, listening, obeying, and uh, connecting and, and praising. So uh, we're in the, the place of obeying right now. And I want us to understand that, that in, the, um, in the Hebrew context, uh, to, to hear the voice of God, to hear is to obey. There is absolutely no distinction between one and the other. And so when uh, mom says to the kids, it's time to clean up your room, the assumption is they're going to do it. Now, Agreed. we understand the, the gaps between hearing and, and uh, obeying. But in Scripture, if we hear the word of the Lord, he who has ears, let him hear, means to not only hear it, but to obey. And so uh, that's why, and we're going to see a little bit later in the, in the SMORP this morning, why obedience is a vital component of engaging in God's word. And so just a reminder, to hear is to obey. And last week we talked uh, about the fact that obeying releases freedom, and that real freedom does not come because I have rights, it becomes, it's a, it's a result of the fact that I am in submission to Christ, who is over all things, and as I am serving, submitting, and obeying those in authority over me, there I have real freedom in Christ. And so obeying releases freedom. And this morning, I want us to look at the, the theme and the idea that obeying opens the door of blessing. Not only does it release freedom, but it opens the door of blessing in our hearts and in our lives. And we're going to be uh, looking at Deuteronomy chapter 30 this morning. So uh, get your Bibles out. Pastor Ian's going to read that in just a moment. But let me just say a, a couple of things about blessing. When people say, I'm blessed, or we talk about, use the word blessing, Generally, it means I'm in good health, my family's well, I have money in the bank, I have a roof over my head, and I'm, I'm living the good life and enjoying life. That's more or less what we assume to be blessing. And, and that, there's a component of that, for sure. But blessing in Scripture is something actually quite different than what we understand even in day-to-day uh, -day life and relationships. In Scripture, blessing is God giving us the power to do what he created us for in the first place. Hmm. Blessing is God's enablement in my life to fulfill his calling, his purpose, and intention for me. For example, uh, we were created to fill the earth and to multiply. If you go back to Genesis, and God gave humanity his blessing, his power to actually reproduce numerically and care for creation. So 
God's blessing is God's presence and power to fulfill what he created us to be in the first place. He's granting us uh, that enablement to do what he wants us to do and intends for us to do. Now, for example, uh, you'll read in scripture that God enables us, gives us the power to earn wealth. All right. And it's in that that we give and that we bless others so that they in turn can be what God wants them to be. And so I want you to keep that in mind. And so when I say obedience releases and uh, uh, leads us to blessing, opens that door, I am saying this morning that it is God's presence and power to be what he has called us to be. We're going to explore that a little bit as we, we go forward this morning, but I want you to write that down and, and just listen to that part of scriptural truth this morning. So it's not about how much stuff I have and how wonderful my life is. Mm. It's about whether or not I'm walking in God's call and fulfillment in my life. Deuteronomy chapter 30, the first 10 verses. Pastor Rianne, would you read that for us today? When all these blessings and curses I've set before you come on you, and you take them to heart wherever the Lord your God disperses you among the nations, and when you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and with all your soul, according to everything I command you today, then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you. Even if you have been banished to the most distant land under the heavens, from there the Lord your God will gather you and bring you back. He will bring you to the land that belonged to your ancestors, and you will take possession of it. He will make you more prosperous and numerous than your ancestors. The Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love him with all of your heart and all of your soul and live. The Lord your God will put these put all these curses on your enemies who hate and persecute you. You will again obey the Lord and follow all his commands I am giving you today. Then the Lord your God will make you most prosperous in all the work of your hands and in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock and the crops of your land. The Lord will again delight in you and make you prosperous just as he delighted in your ancestors. If you obey the Lord your God and keep his commands and decrees that are written in this book of the law and turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. All right. This is the word of the Lord this morning. Thanks be to God. The, the tool that we use, of course, is uh, one that helps us to hear listen, and obey what God is saying. It's that simple. And it's a little tool called SMORP. And as Pastor Bradley mentioned earlier, it's about scripture, uh, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And let's start with the scripture. We've heard it this morning. Uh, what words or phrases or observations in this passage stand out to you? Pastor Bradley, I'll let you go first this morning. I'll take mine. Uh, All right. Oh, oh man, this never happens. Uh, I, I see that I see the the observation to me is this: if then, if you the Lord will, if you the Lord will, and and I'll unpack more about what. Uh, but that was the big observation for me was seeing 
that if then you stole my, my yes! primary <laughs> Woo! word this morning. <laughs> That's all right. There's lots more. Uh, Ryan. Um, in the New Living Translation, in verse 10, it just words it a bit different that caught my attention. And it says, God will delight in you if you obey his voice and keep his commands. So that was a part for me that stood out. Okay. Uh, the word blessing and obedience comes up here in this uh, context. And the, the relationship between those two things is, is very, very front and center. But uh, one of the, the other things that hasn't been mentioned this morning in verse uh, 9, the Lord will again delight in you. Mm-hmm. That, that's, a, that's a significant word here. Um, that uh, that hopefully we can unpack a little bit later, but but it is about God's delight, desire for us to see His people become what He created them to be in the first place. Now I'm preaching. So, all right, let's uh, let's uh, just move out here a little further and ask the question: What does this scripture tell us about the nature and the work of God? Um, because at the end of the day, as I've said so many times, this is God's revelation to us. It's not our interpretation of it, but it's our reception of the revelation of God. So what does it tell me about God today? And uh, I'll, I'll take a shot at this. Uh, God is a God of restoration and return. God is an inviting God to come back to where he wants us to be mm-hmm. for the purpose of loving him. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so significant here um, in this passage. So I stole your thought, did you, I, Pastor but, Bradley? But you know what? It actually, we joke back and forth, but I'm so glad that you and I think the same. <laughs> That, that gives me a lot of hope. Um, you know, often when we hear the term enabler, it's in a negative con- context. But what I see in the nature of God here is that he's an enabler in, in that he enables us to live up to the standard he sets. He, he, this whole scripture it shows what he will do if we will. And, and so I see God as someone that doesn't just call us to something that is unattainable. He says, this is the calling, and I'm going to enable you to do it. And then there's the whole, if you will. And, mm-hmm. But that, that's what I see in terms of the nature. Okay. Well, well said, well said. Pastor Ann, yeah, what do you see here about God's nature and work? Yeah, and as you said, you know, he's a God of second chances. Mm. Um, and it's just, uh, it's just proof that... He doesn't want to give up on us. He easily could, but he doesn't want to give up. And so in that, he's, you know, he's a God of hope. Um, he's a protector in that. Um, and also like a guide and an instructor and a God, a God of structure um, where it's not just, yeah, do whatever you want and come back and I'll do all this for you. It's, you know, here, here's what I've set in place. Um, and you have, you're invited to be a part of it, or it's, it's, it's your choice. And so, um, so again, he's not forcing and he's not creating us to be robots or anything, but it's, it's about, here's 
my standards, here's my structure, here's my my guide, my word, and you have the invitation to come back and be a part of it. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That gives us hope today, doesn't it? Amen. And you know, the, the truth here is that God desires to bless us. He, hmm. he wants his best for our lives in the unique way that he created each of us. And, and that's his heart. You know, so many people have a distorted view of God, that he, he's out to get us or destroy us or to put us, put us down. But he is the author of life and that more abundantly. And so uh, may we receive uh, these truths this morning about God, because what we believe about God ultimately determines our behavior and our character. Yep. And so we need to get that right first. Is there a scripture I could begin to memorize? Uh, I'm going to um, uh, suggest, uh, let me see here. I'm going to go with verse verse 6. The Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love him with all your heart and with all your soul and live. Wow. Wow. Verse six, let's memorize that this week. The Lord, your God, will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants. So it's not just for you. It's for those who are yet to come. Why? Why? God wants to work in us so that we may love him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and truly live. The great tragedy of our our human, human nature outside of Christ is we're not living. And this is life and life more abundant. So uh, I encourage you to do that with me as we move forward here this morning. The next part is message. What is the Lord saying to me in this reading? What's the Lord saying to you? Is there a word of correction or guidance or encouragement? Is there wisdom of God here for you? Is there a promise of God, even a question for God? Certainly write that down. And um, uh, I'm going to ask Pastor Bradley, you can go first today. Thank you. On that, I, I love you too much to take all your thunder. No, it's okay. Um, but well, thank you, Pastor. You know what really stood out to me was was verse four. Even if you've been banished to the most distant land under the heavens, from there the Lord your God will gather you and bring you back. And if you're breathing today, if you have life. It doesn't matter how far away from the Lord you think you are or this, you say, you don't know what I've done. But I don't, but God does. And he said, even if you've been banished, if everyone else has rejected you and you are alone in this far off place at the lowest of lows, he wants to bring you back into relationship with him. And, and I just, that just jumped out at me so much that it, it doesn't matter what you've done. Come back to him right now. As long as you are breathing, you still have an opportunity to do that. And, and, and he says, if you will. So the responsibility for you is to decide right now, okay, God, yes, I will come back. And as Pastor Rianne said, you know, he mentions to love him and, and you're not going to be perfect at it. I'm not perfect at it. None of us are perfect at loving the Lord, but we do our best with, with our mind, with our heart, with our strength, 
with what, with who we are. We do our best to love him. And he knows that. And then he says, if you will, if you will, then I will. And, and you look through this and it's all about restoration and him restoring and bringing people back and, and living in the promises that he has for us. God has promises over you if you'll come back to him. And so to me, it doesn't matter how far you think you've gone, how, how, how the world's called you worthless and, and told you that you don't have value. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. You absolutely do. And, and right now, just say, God, I don't have all the answers. I have more questions than answers, but I want to come back. And today you could start living. And to me, that's the message that, that, that I see here. All right. Any thoughts, Rianne? That, that, yeah. that was my sermon. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, a, lot, a lot of scripture, of course, brings me, God brings the perspective of parenthood um, because he's our heavenly father. But, um, and basically that's, you know, my life is being a parent and a mom. And, and so immediately I get that perspective in this case of this, this scripture. And, um, I find more and more that, you know, God's delight in us, you know, doesn't come from a place of dominance or control. Um, but I believe it's a place from love and compassion and, and obedience doesn't equal, you know, control and power and which is portrayed a lot in our society. If, and, um, but like when my, when my kids obey, you know, what I ask them to do, it's not so that I can get satisfaction with the control and power. Um, but when I get obedience, which isn't all the time, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) when I, when they obey what I say or what I ask them to do, it brings me delight, um, because their response to what I ask of them um, speaks to me. You know, they trust me what I'm asking of them. Um, they, you know, they love, they, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're, it's hard to explain, but it's, it's, they're sensing the, the purpose behind the asking. Um, so in, in most cases, they will do it. Like if I say, go help somebody to do this. Sure, mom, you know, that's, there's response both ways. And, and I find that, you know, I can take delight when they begin to appreciate and learn why I'm asking them what to do what I need them to do. Um, and I, and then for me, I don't sense God's pointing fingers and saying, you do this and you do this. But I am understanding God sees the other side of disobedience. Whereas a parent, I know what's going to happen if they don't do what I ask them or if they don't help somebody. There's I can kind of see beyond that where. God does at all times. Um, we like as parents, we know if if a child doesn't wear their helmet when they're riding a bike and they fall and hit their head, it's not going to be good. If they don't look across the road before they cross it, we know that that's not going to be good. But again, it's it's our perspective as a parent that um, I believe God has. And so again, God's obedience in, in scriptures like this, it's it's a pathway. It's it's a guide and it's a map um, for for all of us, not just people who have turned away from him, but for all of us to, um, to be mindful of what he asks of us and what his commands have always been um, and what they are for us today. Because as we learn from the scripture, he will restore and gather and provide and, and bless and so on. And so why wouldn't we want to strive for that? Okay. So for all the children who are watching today, <laughs> listen to, your says to obey your parents. So just just 
usually know what we're doing. So, <laughs> sorry, there, there may have been an audio hiccup there. Not a hundred percent sure. Pastor, do you want to repeat that just in case nice and loud and clear? Yes. Uh, for all the children watching today, <laughs> the Bible says to obey your parents mm-hmm. and that's for the same reason we're to obey God. It's, it's all good because you are loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, a quick word here this morning in terms of messages. I am listening to, to the word today. I'm reminded here that life is about choices. And uh, there's either the choice toward blessing and obedience, or there is the choice of disobedience, which is curse. Verse one, all these blessings and curses I have set before you. And so life is about choosing. And at the end of the day, a blessing is walking in God's call and fulfillment and intention for our lives. Disobedience is missing the mark, which is in the Hebrew again, sin. Mm. Sin is missing the mark. And so many times people have, have uh, pursued something other than God's intended purpose and have missed the mark. And because of that, he, he calls us back. That gives us hope. But uh, I am reminded here for me today that my obedience is that which leads and opens the door of God's blessing and his good work in me. And what is his good work? It is restoration, renewal, cleansing, mm. spiritual prosperity, not more stuff, but a yeah. richness of relationship and a reason to live and meaning and purpose and identity. And it's that obedience on my part that releases those things in my life. And so that's what I really hear the Lord Hmm. uh, saying uh, to me, which then brings us to obedience. What's the next step of obedience? And as I, as I looked at this again, I was reminded of, of verse six, uh, And that is for me to give God the permission to circumcise my heart Mm -hmm. and to cut away the things that limit or distance me from my love for him. And so it's, it's that, that place of saying yes to God and to circumcise the heart is to cut away, to cut away that which separates me from God. And, and that's, you know, that preach is really good, but it 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 lives up a little tougher than that. And so that's an area of obedience that God is speaking to me about. Um, and that's where where I'm at here this morning. Something quick, uh, Pastor Bradley, you're in. Uh, if you were to continue down further in this text, you'd get to verse 19. And to me, this is the, the place of obedience for me. This day I call the heavens and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Here's the obedience. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. Mm-hmm. Today I want to choose life, not just for me, but for my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the act of obedience is to remain obedient. And um, I don't, I don't want to ever get to that point where my back's facing God. And so I don't want to have to be one of those um, that are being called back to God. I want to remain as mm-hmm. remain in him as we've been, uh, been studying abide in Christ. And, and that's, 
that's the, an act of obedience is to remain in him. And so that's my, my call for myself today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. The next part of course is repentance. Is there some confession that God is revealing uh, to you, to me in this passage? And, and what are, what are the steps that I need to take to turn away from that place of disobedience mm. to the place of obedience? And so, you know, this is a this is where the rubber hits the road because if we don't get this part. Yeah, we might have heard a good sermon, but we haven't hasn't changed us. Mm -hmm. And so, this is where the rubber hits the road. I said a few moments ago that sin is to miss in the Hebrew, and uh, you know, I, I confess this morning that that at times I have missed. God's intended purpose for me, and I have closed myself off to his blessing, and sometimes that's been because of my fear hmm. or my selfishness or my, um, my willful disobedience. I don't want to hear this word of the Lord right now, and so yep. I am asking God to forgive me there mm -hmm. and, and recognize, recognize that that uh, I've closed myself off at times to God's real blessing because of the, the, the heart, the part of the heart that has yet to be circumcised. Mm -hmm. And so that, that's, a, that's, that's what God is saying to me this morning and, and with his help, uh, you know, he's also invited me here to that place of restoration and return. Mm -hmm. Anything that you'd like to share this morning before we come to prayer? Just yeah, to, my, oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, please, Pastor Ryan, please, please. <laughs> um, certainly mine would be the times that I haven't obeyed and I know very well that it was God asking me to do something. Um, Cause I think of maybe the, perhaps there was a blessing for me there that I missed or perhaps somebody else missed out on a blessing because I didn't obey. Um, I read somewhere recently um, your act of obedience could be the answer to someone's prayer. So me, me being disobedient could, could mean someone's not going to have an answered prayer or, um, or the way God intended something to happen, I could mess it up by not being obedient. And so um, I, I don't want to be responsible for that. And I have been in the past where I, I know I missed out on something because I was not listening um, and thinking my way was better than his. And, and I, I missed out. And, Mine was squandering blessings, mm -hmm. the things that he's given me, just trying to hold them to myself and go, these are mine. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I feel good. And mm -hmm. you challenged me at the very beginning, Pastor, when you said blessings is not all about money in the bank and good health. And I thought, and it was the Lord stirring it. Why do you have those? Why do you have your health today, Brad? Mm -hmm. if, you have, if you have money in the bank, why? Mm -hmm. what, what does God want to do with that and with you and with the blessings that you have? So... Mm -hmm. For me, my repentance and confession is that I have squandered and held on to the things mm -hmm. when they should be released. Wow. Mm -hmm. The last part is prayer, thanking the Lord for all his blessings and uh, certainly to pray for one another and those that the Lord lays in your heart. I'm going to, uh, I'll just wrap this up here yes. this morning. I, I'm thankful today that God delights in me. Amen. Wow. I am his chosen possession. Mm 
I am uniquely and wonderfully created in his image to obey him and to walk in his blessing. And, and I'm thankful that God is always calling me to that place of renewal and return. Mm-hmm. And that gives mm-hmm. me hope. Amen. And I, I pray that over all of us uh, this morning. And just uh, before we move on into worship here today, uh, I'd like for us as a church family to be praying for Judy McDonald this week. After months and months and months, she is scheduled for heart surgery this week in St. John, New Brunswick. And I know would certainly appreciate her our prayers mm-hmm. on her behalf. I believe it'll be on Thursday. And that's the schedule that we have at the moment. So we're praying for you this morning, Judy. Love you dearly. Knowing God's healing touch will be upon you. Let's worship together. Oh. 
Again, thank you for uh, joining us this morning. Be reminded that obedience, obeying God opens the door of blessing in our hearts and lives. And just a, a quick invitation, maybe today you have become distant in your walk with the Lord. He is inviting you to return to him, to come back home. His arms are open wide. And maybe you're watching this morning somewhere and your heart is far from the Lord. And you don't even know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Open your heart to him right now, right where you are, mm -hmm. and invite him to be Lord and Savior of your life. When you call to him, he will answer. Mm -hmm. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. Pastor Bradley, how shall we exit? Gracefully. Thank you both pastors for being here. Both pastors, Phil Singer. Uh, fantastic uh, this last hour and change. And thank you to those that have been watching through the live stream and, uh, and those in the sanctuary gathering and the home groups uh, meeting all over. Uh, just, just such a great time. I know this is when I say it's so great to be with you, that's weird because it's digital, but it is so great to be together and with you in one heart and one spirit. I want to remind you that you need to sign up for next week's Sanctuary Gathering. I was just looking at the registration and there's already uh, 14, 15 people signed up. Seats are taken already, so you want to make sure that you don't delay, that you sign up today. And don't forget that that rhymed. That's, I felt good about that one. You can, uh, you can do all of that through our website, www.naspei.com. And from there, you can also find us on the podcast players. Don't forget, Sunday mornings on Facebook Live, we are right here doing this. Repeated version of this taking place 1 p.m. on YouTube. And uh, folks, you know how we like to exit here. Uh, until next time, stay holy, stay humble, stay hungry, and stay healthy.